Welcome to the Weekly Trend, a podcast for navigating the markets through the lens of technical analysis. The Weekly Trend podcast is provided for educational purposes only and does not constitute any professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the information or content without first seeking advice from a registered financial planner. All right, today is July 1st, 2022. S&P sitting at 37.70. My name is Ian McMillan. Welcome back to the Weekly Trend Podcast. And today I am joined by both of our analysts, Dan Gorkuber and Kevin Ferrari, both great technicians. We're going to talk to you uh, about what's been going on in the market, what's been good, what's been bad, probably not too much of the former, but um, we'll see what they have to say. So where would you guys like to start today? Anything that's jumping out that you're dying to talk about? I was going to say, you said some good and bad. I guess if you find something good, let me know. <laughs> not much out there. This week, no. Fine, they did. Uh, drawdowns in uh, energy stocks continued. So, you know, we talked about that last week. That was kind of the one of the last pieces they seem to be coming for, and they've seen some follow through this week. Rough. Yeah, positive. We got, you know, July 4th weekend ahead of us. July 4th. But, yeah, coming into the uh, extended weekend, holiday weekend here, just not seeing – not seeing the enthusiasm. What about cryptos? Anything? Is anything risk on working? I mean, when you look at some of these relationships like high beta versus low ball or discretionary versus staples, copper versus gold. Um, yeah, copper versus gold. Yeah. I just, wow. if they all just continue, especially copper and base metals in general, I mean, industrial no metals, if you went through them all together. Horrible. I mean, when you look at these, risk off or you know glaring to, i hate to use the r word but these recession indicators i mean this is the behavior that i feel like you would typically see as you know a pretty big warning sign yeah and you're just you're not seeing um i mean kind of like exactly what you guys kind of been talking on lately is you know the leaders that that had been have really really falling over like, i mean look at semiconductors continue to just i mean new relative lows lines, yeah. obviously micron's earnings not doing huge benefit there so yeah i mean same with transports we've talked about shipping before all of these unfortunate downtrends that we've been talking about for weeks and really months in a lot of areas and everyone's looking for the rally i mean would you I mean, I would say I would say we haven't seen like a legit bear market rally yet. And maybe we don't yeah, get one. We don't I, have to. I mean, if you do, it's almost like you get one day here, right? Or maybe like half a day in the morning kind of deal. And they just totally hammer it back. And that's like even with some of the growth stuff, you almost think you see like individual names kind of start popping up here or there. But it's just short lived. I mean, you get maybe a day, so almost, maybe two. And I mean, it's so kind we, of sparse. Like you you really have to go looking for things like in yeah, the sectors to it's just it's needles in a haystack probably not the environment where i mean a few weeks ago we were definitely clients with now i mean we had some individual names and in portfolios but again right. i mean all that stuff it's again rolled over 
and falling apart. You want to talk about rally. I mean, we had the 11% rally back in March, but these last two have been like just little 7% rallies. Yeah. And breath is still, I mean, breath's still not like really showing too much, you know? No, I would say most of it continues to confirm what the indices are doing. Yeah. You've had, I mean, you've had some things, you know, if you want to look for some bright spots, obviously we've talked about the Dow. I mean, Dow's had the best breath the entire time. I think it's only down 15% for the year. NASDAQ, I can see some kind of some divergences there in breadth. You know, advanced decline never made a new low back in mid-June when the index did. But as far as price goes, haven't seen much come of it. No, and you just mentioned the Dow, too. If you look at the Dow to the S&P on like a monthly, really long term back to like the beginning in like the 80s. Mm-hmm. It almost kind of looks like a ballpark in here, right? I guess like March of this year, maybe a little earlier. I mean, it kind of looks like it's bouncing off the bottom edge of like a broadening formation too. So, I mean, that that's one thing, at least in the back of my head, I've been thinking, is this going to be more of like an extended term of the Dow finally leads the S&P here for a while? Yeah, I see it. Yeah, you take those, you take those bottoms from 85, 2000. Right. Like you said, this either like, you know, this year, maybe late last year, depending on what you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, do you see? I mean, it's pretty early yet, but yeah, Dow outperform for the next ten years. That's possible. It's crazy to think of that, just considering what the previous twenty years, right? I mean, and you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, how many? We're still so stuck on like growth. Growth stocks are the future. Right. Tech and software and all innovation and. You know, whatever, if you want to throw cryptos in there, I'd put that in a, in the growth sphere. And that's going to take, right? That's been years of that. Well, if you think about it, I mean, we're years to get away from that. Because we're, for the most part, roughly all around the same age, right? I mean, basically for our lifetimes, it's been growth, right? At least well, for our careers, market, for our right? careers, it's at least yeah. it has been. I yeah. mean, basically, since you start watching markets, it's been nothing but growth. I mean, it's, it's crazy. We'll see. I mean, does yeah, like specifically within the Dow too. I mean, you are like individual companies. You're seeing like a McDonald's, you know, ticker MCD, you know, really consolidating well. They're holding up well. UNH. I know you've mentioned UNH a few times. Healthcare. I mean, healthcare providers have been. Yeah. So some relative winners. Yeah. So some relative winners in there. Trying to. Yeah, McDonald's doesn't look too bad. McDonald's probably not going to go under if we go into a recession. As long as the Big Mac's still around, they should be all right. <laughs> <laughs> what about so other commodities? We've talked about crude. Crude's seen a little bit of a bounce today. You know, broken rate of trend, I would call it. But we talked a little bit about base metals. But anything else out there in regards to agriculture or grains or yeah, I mean, Dan might watch us a little closer than I do, but it looks like kind of your main broad grains are just kind of getting hammered here lately. Which, yeah, wheat looks bad. Right. I mean, if you go back past couple months, I mean, when commodities were really ripping, they were I mean, definitely helping out, holding their own, but now not so much. No. Nope. And then definitely. it makes you wonder if, yeah, if we've reached the 
sell everything. Like I just want out. I don't care if it's been in an uptrend. I just want to be done with this period of the cycle, the psychological, uh, psychological cycle. Yes. Soybeans, new lows today. Mm-hmm. Well, and just to, just as kind of the inflation story, like, I mean, we know it's been around for a while, but mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing new on the podcast here, but as far as like mainstream, it seems like, you know, that story has potentially <laughs> reached more of a sentiment or peak, if you will there. And I know we're, you know, we're seeing some of this, you know, yeah, gas prices coming down. General. Rates, take it all, yeah. We'll see. I mean, rates of, I wouldn't say rates have rolled over. Been kind of at the same spot for a couple months here on the thirty-year yield. Big level, three and a half is a big level. Um, We got denied there in 2018, 2012. Tried to get above there in 2013, but at a big behavior level, we'll see if. uh, we can make it through. I wouldn't be terribly surprised, kind of what you said, that there's been so much uh, attention on interest rates and, you know, price of gas at the pump. We've seen both those roll over. Does that mean the now inflation's dead, right? There's kind of an argument about out there that this doesn't necessarily mean inflation has been quelled if this is all based on recession fears. Probably a little bit too macro for our podcast. <laughs> We're not going to get into whether rates rolling over is what it means, whether it's a recession forewarning or whatever. We just know that crude is not above 115, uh, so I'm not super interested in it. Fact, a little negative on energy stocks, if I, if I can be completely honest. Yeah. I mean, XLE below 80, it's hard to believe that they're going to start uh, or continue their uptrend if we stay below 80. Anything out of the dollar? I mean, that's obviously been a big topic too. Yeah, I I don't think we've really seen much weakness, have we? Right. I mean, you've had a couple of days here and there where, you know, you get probably more some of that consolidation coming in. But I mean, so far, it seems to be 105, 106. Yeah. And I guess, you know, probably more of a, you know, you probably do have some moment, some slight momentum issues coming in here, but, uh, you know, on something it's, like a yeah. Dixie. It's had a, but, it's had a big run for the yeah, last it's had year. A big run, so. Right. Isn't it? It's interesting. I mean, this really started bottoming February, March, 2021, which is when we saw the average stock really begin to fade off. So it seems that, right, that's always been, is dollar, is dollar, what's the dollar good for? Is it good for stocks? Is it bad for stocks? Oh, it's better or worse for small caps. It's always been an argument. I don't know if I've ever found a ton of concrete, you know, either way, that like dollar rising is good or bad. I can find plenty of periods where rising dollar wasn't horrible for stocks. Well, even commodities either, because I mean, the last... What few months? I mean, you had the dollar and commodities, right? Yeah, great point. Time. Well, you yeah. talked about that at the uh, April lunch and learn. Yeah, I think because mm-hmm. commodities are just outpacing the dollar. So, I mean, it's yeah, it's interesting. So we just finished Q2. July has come to an end. An incredibly fast year, I would say. 
anything, right? So we get monthly candles. Is there anything that stands out other than the fact that they're <laughs> pretty ugly? Some of these bull, I mean, you've got bullish and golfing. I mean, I'd say the same for weekly candles. Yeah. Probably going to end up with some unfortunate weekly candles this week as well. Yeah, there's some doozies out there. After what? I mean, not, I mean, again, you take S&P last week, beautiful, big green candle, same candle that we saw kind of that next to last week of May, mm -hmm. mid-May, and they both, I mean, zero follow through, zero follow through rejected at this 3,900, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, there was that gap on SPX, just cash SPX. What was it June, the week, the first week of June into the second week of June, I want to say? Yes, yes. Um, That's uh, from like the 10th to into the 13th. Yeah. Build that and then. Build that and then kind of just rolled over. And so we had those two gaps, you know, we had two gaps in there and you could hardly, I mean, you feel obviously. I don't think any of the major, oh, the NASDAQ, we got a half gap. We got a half gap. So we almost filled the first one on the NASDAQ. They would be proud. And Russell never got back It's up to its first gap either. I think that was that Friday before that Monday, 9th to the 10th. And then you had the 10th into yeah. the 13th gap. And you had areas like biotech got back up there. I think ARC had gotten back up there. You know, all these charts have these. Yeah, I mean, ARC got through its gap and biotech as well. Yeah, and then zero follow through, zero, zero conviction from the yeah. bulls. Because you would think, like, even if, you know, with those two gaps, I mean, basically instant fail on two of the three indices once we filled that first gap. So, I mean, you think if we were going to see more strength, you'd at least see maybe a little you bit more. At least attempt. they would have at least you know. tried to, you know, stop everyone out into the second one, but no interest. What about anything overseas? Still pretty weak or? I think for the most part, it's pretty weak. Like earlier this week, China looked like it had a fighting chance, but that kind of as the week went on. Yeah, it continues really to stall out here, yeah. Like especially if you look at like FXI, I mean, you can look daily, weekly. I got a weekly up right now, but I mean, what is that? Right around the 34 mark on FXI. Was yeah. up above there for a little bit and then just couldn't hold it. And you've seen some of the bigger names, Baba not able to get through there. Right. Same with Baidu, all kind of stalling out. Now, certainly have acted better than their peers everywhere else in the world. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, China's showing relative strength to the S&P. I mean, it's just... You know, China, I saw this morning, China's 20% off the lows. So, mm -hmm. does that mean we're in a bull market? We're in a bull market in China. <laughs> that's the, uh, right? That's that's what we like to uh, throw out there. Not we, but the uh, talking heads. What do you think about Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, so first, first or worst, first half to a year since 1932, I believe, which ended up being, that was the bottom of the Great Depression, I believe happened. 
right after that. Not trying to draw any similarities there. But yes, yeah, so for the first half, Dow down 15, NASDAQ down 30, S&P down 22, Russell down 24. All sectors down except energy. Energy finished up 28. And a lot of these sectors having their worst first halves to the year ever. Industrials, communication services, discretionary, real estate, all had their first, I'm sorry, their worst first half of the year that they've ever had. Yeah, it's just like we always say, I mean, if there's some, there's some look towards positivity, I think wasn't, was it you that shared uh, or maybe Dave, some more positive, like potential, like midterm seasonality. Uh, yeah, we talked about that last week. Mid, I mean, mid June, you're supposed to get a pretty decent bounce into um, really through mid August. Typically, a pretty decent bounce. Um, we've not seen that. So, and we did not see the really the March through April bounce either. Right. So, so far, both periods that have historically seen more demand than supply and equity markets have not shown that behavior. Uh, doesn't mean it can't happen later, but the seasonality uh, viewpoint has not played out. That box cannot be checked. I thought David Settle had a good um, stat. So Q2 will mark the second straight decline, quarterly decline of at least 3% on the S&P. And while that sounds rough, this has actually marked the beginning of the past five true bear markets, true multi-month, multi-year bear markets. So kind of saying that the worst, not, not over once you've kind of reached this point. Yeah, that could certainly, certainly cause for <laughs> the second half. I mean... 2022 being a rough year all around, but, you know, we're seeing credit spreads, you know, there's a lot of those warning signs that still, I was going to ask what's going on in fixed income. I mean, you're, you're seeing, you know, you're seeing bonds overall, like treasury bonds kind of in a highlight this week for us, just really. They're trying, but they aren't the most enthusiastic daily candles. No, My yeah, today's higher, but like today's candle on like TLT, AGG, yeah. are just they're gross looking. So, yeah, it doesn't I mean, make me. Yeah, no. we'll see how they close, but yes, we are higher. This, I mean, we've had a we've had a seven eight percent rally in long term bonds, treasuries. I wouldn't say it was the most enthusiastic rally <laughs> I've ever seen. Junk bonds. We'll go out at new weekly lows again, it seems. Try to get these little rallies going, and no one wants any part of them. I mean, almost all of fixed income seems to be back where it was, you know, near our COVID, where we were in COVID. Yeah, talk about, like, gaps, you know, um, like on TLT, uh, the gap on a daily from the 27th into the 31st has been, like, an I think that moment yep. over the weekend, you know, we, I won't even consider that's not even a half gap building. No. And they started to shut it off there, but yeah. People I, just, they see every little 
bounce in almost every asset class over the last month, two months, has been used as an opportunity to get out. Bitcoin, equities, fixed income, you name it. And it's been steady too. Like, you know, we haven't seen the VIX. It's like we've been beating on the drum all year. Like the VIX just still no VIX spike. In the rain, you know, just it's it's almost it's just like the trend of trends just you know being down. It's your classic, almost like we should flip our charts over to some degree. <laughs> it's a uh, I mean, it is a meltdown. I think it's been odd. Probably would be better for bulls if we could just get the spike, get some type of spike, some type of capitulation. Um, I don't know if that happens over a couple of days or if that takes, you know, weeks, but something December 20, you know, December 2018 ish. And we did, we consolidated for a long time, October, November, half of December, while markets moved lower, VIX didn't do a lot until that final about December 20th, 2018. You break above the 25, you get the, the panic move, and then it's over in you know, Christmas Eve. So that's what I think would be, if we really want to get this over with, some type of capitulation, last-minute panic. Rip the band-aid off. Yeah. And it doesn't, I mean, and again, maybe we don't get it. Maybe this is just the smoothest bottoming process that we that we ever have, but time <laughs> will tell. Trying to think what else. You know, going back to monthly candles, and you know, I love at the end of the month to zoom out. Two indices I love to look at are the New York Stock Exchange Composite, NYSE Composite, NYA, and the Value Line Geometric. You could throw Russell 2000 in there as well. I think that these are great indices that show kind of what the average stock is doing. We continue to both look pretty rough. Value Line Geometric actually bouncing off its highs from 1998. So kind of a broad argument to make if you want to say that, quote unquote, the average stock hasn't gone anywhere for 23 years. That's one, you know, there's, it's not a horrible argument to make. Rough to hear that when you say it out loud, but using something like this index, I mean, data is data. We're at 495. You know, just a few days ago when we peaked at 500 back in 98, back in May 2007, we'll see. See if we keep going. So I wanted to keep it short and sweet today uh, because both of these gentlemen have duties for clients and trading and things like that. But wanted to at least get a little 30-minute spot in here to talk to you guys, talk to clients about what we're seeing Overall, you know, you look at most charts, either they didn't do anything or they were down this week. So still, we hate to be the bearers of bad news, but facts are the facts and the trends are the trends. So with that, um, anything you guys want to say to leave our guests with as we head into the holiday weekend? Oh, I love what you just said there. 
Yeah, and facts are the facts and the trends are the trends. So that's a great, great uh, statement. Have a great 4th of July, everybody. It's been great uh, getting after it with you guys this week. It's been fun. It's been a good week in Wisconsin. Had some beautiful weather here. So very, very, very glad. I'm actually wearing shorts today. I don't know if I've ever worn shorts to work here. Actually, that's a good so, point. I don't think you ever have. I'm pretty stoked about seen. it. Yeah. No, it's been great. Enjoyed the uh, festivities here on Main Street. What an awesome office location we have. Be able to walk right out. See, I didn't have to use the porter potties last night. I just come right back to the office. It's great. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> all right. Well, you all have a wonderful, wonderful Fourth of July weekend. Markets are closed on Monday, so short week next week, and. Uh, We'll see you back next Friday. Yeah, you bet. Enjoy the time off. Have a great weekend, everyone.